In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Christ is in our midst. He was, and is, and ever shall be. Again, we say, we've said before that among the many things that the church is and the role that it has in our lives is that the church is a training ground. It is a place to get practical advice on how to live in this world that's full of evil, that where the devil still runs around and causes trouble and helps us to live in this world in such a way that we may be with, have our vision fulfilled and be with our Lord in the kingdom of heaven. Now this gospel is very important for us to see what has happened and what is going on. Because here is the kernel of the, of the essence of this gospel. That Jesus has revealed that His power is almighty and that the power of Satan is fake. It's pseudo-power. It is the power of Satan is by no means equal to the power of God. God's power is great, and the Satan's power is puny. It's ridiculous, the power that Satan has and thinks that he has. And so in this gospel today, Jesus embarrassed the demons. He humiliated the demons. And so it's very important for us to hear that God's power is almighty, and that is the power that the practical Christian clings to. And that the strategy to have in our life is to cling to the victorious power and not to worry about the losing power. See, some people have a way of living that I'm going to flee from evil. That's not, the, that's not the strategy that the fathers have. The fathers say that rather we should cling to the good and cling to God and cling to the true power. This is the first thing that anyone who has been baptized does. Whether if you're an adult and you say these words for yourself, or if you're an infant, you say them, someone will say them on your behalf. I know through all the baptisms that we've had, these beautiful baptisms that we've had in our community, maybe you've heard the, in the beginning when we started in the narthex, and we had these making of a catechumen prayers and these three exorcisms. We refer to this gospel here today. This is what the priest says. Acknowledge the vanity of your power, which does not even have power over swine. Does that sound familiar? Right? Remember him, that's Jesus, who at your request commanded you to enter into the herd of swine. What is the priest saying in the name of Jesus Christ? The priest is saying, Devil, your power is puny. You are nowhere equal to the Lord. You have pseudo-power. Your power is vain. Your power is not dependable. You have no power, Satan, in yourself. Whatever fake power you have, you abuse and influence other people to abuse. The only kind of power you have is pomp. In fact, when in a few moments after this prayer is reading, the person who is baptized says, it's called to show contempt to Satan by renouncing, the sa- renouncing Satan. And symbolically, this is shown by the person facing towards the west, which is the opposite side of the altar, which is the east, which represents Christ. And the person says, renouncing the de- we, 
we, the priest asked the person, do you renounce Satan and all his works and all his worship and all his angels and all his pomp? And the person responds, I do renounce him. Then the priest asked three more times just to make sure. Greek Orthodox like to do things in three. And then the person renounces three times. And then the person spits. Now, I always need to remind people because of experience I've had, I've had as a priest. Do not spit on the priest. Right? You're not spitting. You're spitting. You are renouncing the devil. And then the person does. The person does. He or she turns back on the devil and faces the altar and faces Christ. And then we do the same thing. We ask three times, do you pledge allegiance to Christ? Do you pledge allegiance to Christ? And then the person reads the creed to, to say the true faith, and then they bow down and worship the Lord. This is what the church is teaching us to do from the very beginning, to turn our back on the weak power and to face the strong power. The best way to fight the devil is to believe in God and to grow in your faith in God and to develop a strong, healthy, normal fear of God. Not an unhealthy, abnormal fear of God. We're so afraid of God that we don't have anything to do with Him. A healthy fear, which is as it is a fear of disappointing. It is a desire to please God. It is a, a desire to think, say, and do things that imitate God because we are so in love with Him and we acknowledge that He is in love with us that we want to be with Him and we do not want to disappoint God. This is the fear of God. This is the fear of God that is awesome. And this is the fear of God that is healthy for us. And in fact, the fathers of the church say that this is a fear that arms us and protects us and guides us and even makes us powerful and invincible. St. John Chrysostom said that as Christians, we should see God as a very powerful campfire and draw close to that fire because he says the flies that are like the passions and the temptations of the devil cannot, will not get near that fire. They will be repelled by the fire. The way to live our life is to not so much flee from evil. It is to cling to God and to be stronger in this relationship with Him. And all these other things will fall into place. In that if we have a strong relationship with God... These temptations and these bothers and these pirasmi, the word for temptation in Greek is pirasmos, which means something that is bothersome and, annoy, and annoying. This is all the devil can do is bother us and annoy him. That these concerns will be less and less in our life. So the fear of God makes us powerful. It makes us invincible. The fear of God emboldens us. It pushes us to seek and do the good and to follow after the good. So the best strategy that we can have is a strong offense rather than a defense. It is to cling to the winning power, to God, to learn about Him, 
to study Him, to imitate Him, to imitate Jesus Christ. Much about what it means to be an Orthodox Christian is to imitate Christ and to imitate those who imitate Christ, that is, the saints. That's all it is. It is imitating a winning strategy to ride along with the conqueror rather than worrying about the conquered. God is all-powerful. He is the most interesting thing in the world if we only put our minds to it. Yesterday, my wife and I were at a coffee house in downtown Bellingham, and there were two girls there laid out on their table in the coffee house tarot cards. How stupid is that? Pieces of paper that have pictures on them, and that somehow gives them peace and gives them strength and gives them some kind of assurance. That is fake assurance. That is pseudo power that they are looking for and trying to imitate. The true, interesting, and powerful person is God. God is the most interesting thing in the world. The devil is obsolete like VHS videotape. Whoever uses that, do you even know what that is? VHS videotape? You don't even know what that, these guys don't even know what that is. That is what the devil is like. God is, vic, God is victorious. God is new. And God is renewing at all times.